0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the HLP. I know last week I asked you all to join our Discord, but this week I'm asking again because we actually have a fantastic fan and friend of the show named Steve who is doing an awesome giveaway of hundreds of Pathfinder and other TTRPG books and materials going on until 11.30. So... If you join the Discord before November 30th, 1130, and you react to the post in Getty's giveaway, then you could have a chance to win a lot of books or Pathfinder or TTRPG materials that you can then have for free. He is doing this out of the goodness of his heart as he cleans out his collection. So if you're interested in taking part of that, go ahead and join our Discord. The link to join is in our episode description, as always. And we love to see you there. That's all I have for this week. So, with that, I will welcome you to Episode 171: Greedy Little Guzzler. <laughs>
1: for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 171. And there's really no beating around the bush here, Steve. You, you asked for it last week. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: think the patrons
1: delivered. I would like to quote Steve
2: from last episode. Give it to me cold, because it's going to be hot coming out. I don't think I said that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like something I'd say. Will this drink be hot coming out? Certainly. Here's (laughs) what I got. It's called The Cruel Sunrise. I believe this is from Random Lad. We're looking at one bar spoon cayenne powder. One bar spoon chili flakes, two bar spoons onion powder, two bar spoons mustard seed, four bar spoons Tabasco sauce, one ounce olive brine muddle and grind. Had to replace that with pickle juice. Two ounces bourbon. Shake it over ice. Pour unstrained into a mug. Top it with seltzer. Garnish with chili pepper. Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Was that optional? Let's say optional.
3: Yeah, it's like garnish with chili pepper if you want. If you want, and it was very clear. It was optional. I have not tried it yet.
1: This is like a, this is a, this might be one of the most painful things, specifically for you because it's got the bourbon in it. Yeah, I'm and I'm really I'm really hoping. And I think of the, the pickle juice of, pull the, pull some weight of here. the crew. I don't think you're the the most fond of hot hot stuff.
3: No, I I like spicy stuff, but my tolerance is yeah, I think like mild. This below. might have been yeah. like. Better for Brooks. Oh, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still
2: I'm, can't imagine it's great. Oh, no, no, no. no. I don't, I don't
3: think <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, uh, what mug are you drinking that out of? This is uh, Haley Griffin's first Christmas engaged 2020 mug. Thanks for the mug. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, you better wash that shit out when you're done. It's a sentimental mug. It's not quite as hot as I thought. I also can't taste the bourbon at all, which is a good thing. Honestly, I expected a lot worse. I can definitely start it feeling to burden in my gut. That's bad. And it does kind of taste like shit. Here's what I'll say also. For those of you who do not know, I recently adopted a kitten. And they do say that uh, pets take on aspects of their owners. And this is very apropos because this morning I had to stop my cat from eating dirt. So we have that in common. I was going to say that drink sounds almost like it's more dirt than liquid. Yeah. let Let me go in for round two here.
1: I'm wondering if you got like the, like it settling.
2: Yeah, mm. the bottom is I'm probably
1: going to be pretty good.
3: Pretty terrible. Sure? Uh, we'll see if I get to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, this is like a one out of ten. But have see, you had worse? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could try it. It's not no, bad. No, I absolutely okay. don't want to well, try it. Your loss. <laughs> you sold it. <laughs> you really so well. sold it to me.
1: Yeah. Brooks, what you drinking, bud?
2: I am starting to finally cash in my uh, my beer bonds uh, from Seventh Son. And this is a Luella or Luella? I don't know. A Cherry Imperial Stout. I'm going to guess Luella then. <laughs> <laughs> and it is very good. Do you get the cherry? It's very, very faint. And it's it does not seem fake at all. It's very good. Bailey.
0: It is not our normal record night and Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Weird.
1: It feels weird for all of us, don't worry. Yeah. I felt really I actually felt really bad that Steve had to drink that terrible drink on a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And uh I already know work's gonna be kind of rough tomorrow, so I have water.
1: Fair enough. Emily, you got anything good?
4: I do, thanks to Brooks. He got me some Seventh Sun beer. This one is Love Hound, a Sour Cherry Ale.
1: Lots of cherries around the table. Yep.
4: <laughs> it's a very good, very drinkable sour, and the cherry is not overpowering.
1: That's nice. As for me. I'm drinking a Body Armor because it's Tuesday, and also because I've been sick for like five days. But we don't need to roll off because Haley won again, which is kind of bullshit, but it's how the dice work, I guess.
4: I was lucky. The next drink you have to drink out of the chalice. I, oh,
0: yes, I drank the winning one out of the chalice, yes.
1: It is intimidating. It's a bit intimidating to drink out of.
0: I'm so freaking clumsy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was hoping anyone but you won. But <laughs> Such a beautiful chalice. It'd be a shame if it were to be crushed two weeks after getting it.
0: Look, that's why, that's why I only do it for the final.
1: Well... When last we left our heroes, they had entered Reg's Mauta's tower, and tower is a strange word for it because it was entirely underground. They rose through her chambers, uh, found kind of what looked like a library, maybe a study with a bunch of very powerful magical items, and then had a conversation with her and learned some things about the island and... I guess their final destination, and so that's where we find you.
0: An underground tower to me, thinking back to a word I learned in uh, book one, is like an oubliette with more steps. I learned an, that- an oubliette <laughs> with <Yeah>. steps. Yes, <laughs> I learned right. that word in book one.
1: <laughs> an oubliette was basically a fancy word for a pit.
0: It is, yeah. Now this is just an oubliette with lots of steps because it's an underground. This is a structure.
1: It's just underground. It's an
0: underground tower. Okay. Let me have this.
4: I'm using this word that I learned a few years ago now.
1: Using it still incorrectly.
4: <laughs> Maybe by book six. We'll use it correctly. Yeah, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll force in another oubliette so we can, get,
3: we can use it right. I think I'm just going to call it a tall basement.
4: The tall basement.
3: <laughs> well, this is the anti-tower. It goes in
1: the wrong direction. So what are you guys doing? I think you had slept or were going to bed at the end of the last episode.
3: I, b- I believe so. Over the course of the night, last episode, I think we realized that two of us don't need to sleep. Yeah. Well, you meditate we to, for two hours. Or- right. You have to meditate or the whatever the book definition of that is. And at some point, I think Dern would kind of make his way over to Tulia just to kind of chat through the night. And he'd sidle up to her and say... While our friends Slumber, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions?
0: Go ahead and shoot.
3: This certainly isn't my first night before a difficult battle or fight. If I could sleep, I would. Probably quite soundly. But one thing I haven't quite been able to process is the sheer power of the lich we chase. I'm worried we might not be able to defeat her. You share the same concerns.
0: I mean, don't, don't, uh, you know... Cross your T's and dye your eyes before uh, you've written your sentence, right?
3: Ah, yes, wise words. <laughs> Regardless, I have a question for you. Your main goal here is not necessarily the resurrection of Sawyer, is it not? It is truly to fight this witch and take something from her.
0: Absolutely.
3: What was that again?
0: Uh, her phylactery. Hmm, I
3: see. Now, what will you do if we don't defeat her tomorrow? Will you continue your quest?
0: I, I kind of have to. I've, I've got an agreement going on, so I will continue that.
3: An agreement? An agreement with whom, if I may ask?
0: Uh, it's a long-time friend. It, 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 we, we lend each other things. Uh, mostly mostly power.
3: Hmm. Unconventional, it seems. Is that where you draw your wizardly
0: powers? G- at least a good bit of them.
3: I imagine so. The reason I ask all of this is because if we are not able to defeat the Opal, I'm sure you will go on your own way. I also will not be continuing on with the Devil Wolves. I have little interest in becoming one myself, and I owe little to Captain Saverine beyond this quest. My goal is to find myself, if that makes sense. I've known war for most of my life, and now, well, before the captain found me, I was informed that the war no longer wants me. That's a story for another time. But in exchange for helping out with the captain's crew, the captain offered passage to Garund so I could journey into the Mwangi Expanse. We elves in Drow, we have a sort of cousin there, an elves called the Kaleegi. They do something similar to what I used to do. They protect the world from a greater evil but they do so while also, how do I say this, looking inward? Looking inward, yes, that would probably work. They focus on self-reflection, and that is what I need right now, I need to develop myself. I've got lots to learn, I've been in service to the military for a hundred years, It's all I remember. So, once this is all over, we are to go our separate ways, but I still feel that there is much I can learn from you. You've Wield great objects with much power invested in them, and one day I think I would like to learn something like that.
0: I'd be happy to help, uh, and happy to teach you, especially because it concerns me that you're saying you're only just now kind of trying to find yourself when, uh, I mean, I've been around this, uh, one of these planes for the past, I don't know, 150 years or so. No matter what, where I'm at, though, you gotta take time for yourself. That, that it, it doesn't make sense that you're just now going on a journey after 100 years.
3: Aye. Well, the military was all I knew, and when it no longer wanted me, I don't know what to do with myself. I had heard rumors of these people, and hopefully they'll take me in. But if we are not able to defeat this lich, and you are to pursue her, well, Rags is thousands of years old. Your pursuit may take days, it may take months, it may take centuries. She's a powerful being. She could run for a long time and wields lots of power. I think there's possibility that if I'm able to find myself, and if you still need my help chasing down this lich, I may be able to offer my services once again.
0: Alright, well, if I'm going to be trying to catch you or uh, track you down, I'm going to need something that's important to you.
3: And he smiles. You know, I saw that coming. And he looks down at this military jacket that he's wearing that has any sort of like rank or insignia um, ripped off of it. There are rips on the shoulders and on the left breast, but on his right breast, he has um, the only identifying mark left is a patch and it just says Rook. It's last name, right? It's like what's on every soldier's uh, uniform. Well, I've worn this jacket for the last hundred years. Some parts of me is rubbed off on it at some point, And he grabs the, the corner of this little patch and rips it off and outstretches it to Tulia. Perhaps you could use this to focus on on me.
0: She'll uh, take the patch, look it up and down. So many packs, so many bindings just broken. Maybe, maybe they'll uh, earn some new packs and bindings later.
3: Indeed. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Tulia. I look forward to Tomorrow. And I look forward to taking down this lich.
0: I don't know how close we're going to get. It sounds like she's got a lot of plans. But if we can at least get closer than we've been, that is all I'm aiming for. So thank you.
1: You are welcome. And so the next day comes, the wolves let you out of their cuddle puddle. Those of you that were
4: <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> with, Asher, Godfeather, right? <laughs> with Godfeather
1: and Elizabeth Asher.
4: Lyra was sleeping uh, off in the water. But when she gets oh, yeah, up... You were with Barlow uh, the Dread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our own little cuddle puddle. She she wipes... <laughs> Stay <wasn't> that blowhole.
3: <laughs> you don't know where it goes. <laughs> I learned today on the Discord, blowholes have sphincters. It was, it was a question that needed asking.
4: I did not learn that until just now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, news to
4: me. All right, so Lyra wakes up in the morning, wipes the salt water out of her eyes, and goes back up to join the rest of her, the party and she takes out the hero cards that were given to her by Godfeather not her original deck and she starts shuffling them and she gathers the party all around before we embark on our adventure I'd like to see what fate will find and so she gathers everyone close we have time for a hero reading this morning and she does the choosing and then starts laying out nine cards for the spread all right and the cards of the most suit is the hammer which is strength so we will all get a plus one on attack rolls as we find strength on our journey I think we've
1: gotten that one
3: before. That's a good one.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that one is solid. So in the morning, Rags Malta would describe how to reach this entrance to the lurching mountain. And she describes like a long, winding underground tunnel from her tower that should lead you into the swamp. Uh, from there, there is a faint path that was... Once used by the Golgon deeply tread, and so even though the undergrowth gr- has um, has covered it, there's an area where there's like no soil and nothing grows,
3: and you can use that as a path. Uh, however, it's bog on either side. Does she give any indication of how long this journey might take? Uh, she'd tell you it would take a few hours. Got it uh, the although there is
1: something of a path, it's still going to be difficult going. If you had overland flight, you could certainly use it and try and follow the path, but without that, it's trekking through a bog. So, right, right, she would uh, she would tell you that you'll know the entrance of the path from a kind of busted up statue of a cyclops. And if you're taking Elizabeth Asher, which I assume you are, uh, she would tell you that you need to speak the Golgon words. Hope arrives in front of the statue in order to reveal the entrance. The underground tunnel winds for about half an hour walking. Uh, It seems like it might be like two miles long, going up, up, and up, but as far up, you're not sure. And you can tell that the sides of this tunnel are that like porous volcanic rock Uh, You can almost feel the rumble of the island like a breath. You can smell the sulfur even from here. And when you exit, you're not greeted by the sunlight of day. The ash clouds the sky, and it's this eerie red twilight. I don't know if you've ever seen the... Videos uh, of the West Coast during the wildfires, but it's like that in the middle of the day. The sky is red. The bog bubbles and boils. It stinks something fierce. Overhead, you see uh, movement. Ancient-looking creatures, clearly undead. Maybe some kind of dinosaur swoops and shrieks overhead towards the lurching mountain. Occasionally you feel these rumblings and you can't really tell if it's from the island or from something large moving deep in the bog. About two hours into your journey, you reach a fork in the path and there's large bodies of water on either side. Make me a perception
0: check. I, um, my dice was turned to a one as I picked it up. I go, that's not a great start to the night. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then I rolled it and rolled a one. (laughs)
2: Nice. Well, you know, Ickmer is always perceptive with 21. 21,
1: yeah. Oh, you actually have something in perception? Your wisdom bonus?
2: Oh, I take that back. It's a 22. Yeah,
1: that's right. Mm. Two points. Wow.
3: <laughs> I got a natural 20. Amazing. I got a 28. 28.
4: 22 for Lyra. She's staring directly into the water.
3: Can
1: you guys go ahead and put yourselves on the path here? You're kind of approaching.
2: Which, whichever direction that we're going, uh, Ikmer would
1: be in the front. You're heading towards uh, Emily.
0: Yeah, I think in general, the way that we would work this path would be Ikmer in front, and then probably either Lyra or Tulia.
4: Lyra would probably stand pretty close to ikmer not that she ever wants to be up in combat but
3: well there's lots of water here i understand you probably
4: She's excited, excited. Yeah. yeah
1: elizabeth would stay wherever you put her
4: i would want to
0: keep and you guys can dissuade me from this but i would want to keep elizabeth right uh behind us and then right behind her have that be anya and the rest of the Devil Wolves. <laughs>
1: The rest of the devil wolves weren't going to come.
0: Oh, so okay.
1: It, uh, you can certainly have, for the sake of simplicity, Anya kind of
0: be her bodyguard. Yeah, protect yeah. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the game plan here. Sure. Yeah. Would like to not have to worry about an innocent.
1: It makes sense. Uh, Duren, you're the only one that sees this. Oh no. In the water coming from both sides of you.
0: Oh so, yeah, no! This
1: small pool and then in the uh, larger pool you see these reflective glowing eyes just above the water line and they're about the size of a fist and so in the surprise round during you may act anyone else with a um with an ability that allows them to act in the surprise round. If any of you have that, you can act as well. But I need you guys to roll initiative.
3: All Here right. we go. Dern immediately shouts, Look alive! It seems like the wilderness is reaching out to us to fight. Dern, what you got? I got a 23. Lyra.
4: 16. Tulia.
0: Dice are not in my favor. 10.
3: Igmar While...
2: Nickmero was very perceptive. Uh, relatively, uh, he is still doing that exact same thing, uh, stirring with a four.
0: Oh! I have a plus five, and so I thought I was bad by rolling a five.
1: I rolled one.
0: Oh boy!
1: Okay. Both of these creatures in the surprise round are acting first. Uh, they will each move. Towards Ikmer, so they have a thirty-foot move speed. They're not—they have a swim speed too, so they're not hampered by the water.
3: Duren, you can act in the surprise round. All right, one of them moved up basically as close as it can to the party. It's about ten feet away. The other is about twenty. Duren is going to target the one a little further away. I want to see if I can slow him down for a round. So I think you all know where this is going after I roll my knowledge check. What knowledge am I rolling? These are religion. Ooh, interesting. My guess was nature, but religion is going to be a little bit better of a bonus, so 27. 27 will get you two questions. We got a name for these guys?
1: Yeah, these are called Gator Ghouls. Really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That rocks. All right, special defenses. Special defenses, they have all of the undead resistances, so undead traits. They also have channel resistance,
3: but that's about it. Okay. Ooh, what do you guys want? Special abilities, maybe? Kind of want to know what they can do.
4: Yeah, they seem unique. So that's a good call, I think.
3: Cool. Special abilities. Uh, they have a
1: an action. You saw their glowing eyes and you've heard of these in the swamps They're called the Deadlights. A gator ghoul can cause a 16-foot cone of bright light to admit its eyes for up to one minute. All living creatures in the area must succeed a will save or be dazed as long as the light shines on them, unable to move or take any actions. A creature so affected can attempt a DC 17, will save on its turn as a full round action to break out of the daze. It is also broken if you take damage from any source. If you succeed the initial saving throw, you're good. It also has a death roll which will hurt you really bad if it grapples you.
3: All right. So instead of pulling out his bow, since these guys have already acted, they're not going to be flat footed to me. Dern is just going to pull off one of those void bombs from his belt and chuck it kind of sideways at this thing, the further one to try and slow it down a little bit before it reaches our party here. Sure. This looks to be in my second ranged increment. So I'm going to be taking a minus two penalty to throw. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> but, God. All right. So that misses. However, it's a bomb. So we're going to see where it lands. A second range increment, so it would land two squares away, right? Yes. So at that point, I don't think it matters. No? Okay. It When the bomb lands, I believe it only, if it misses, it only affects that square, right? It doesn't splash out. It would, if it has splash. Oh, well, I also have explosive uh, bombs, so then it does matter, yeah. All right, so I was targeting here, Mm -hmm. the closest space. So we're going one, two. I got a five, so it's like over here-ish. Yeah, yeah. So it should still get the reflex save for minimum damage, right? Yes. Because I have the explosive bombs discovery, which makes the radius 10 feet. Oh actually, sweet, so well, like, that would that, get both of them. It
1: actually gets both of them. Yeah, it should probably get both of them.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> what
2: a what a happy little accident. Highest I have is a 16,
1: so I think they probably both fail.
3: Both fail. Awesome. So they're taking minimum damage. That is 13 points of bludgeoning. Okay. Does that mean they fail against the bomb's effect too? No. Splash doesn't just, deal the just, bomb's just effect. The, uh, just the actual damage
1: Yeah, you have, to, you have to actually target like and hit something for it to do the bomb's effect.
3: Okay. The ex- I, I also have the explosive bomb dis- discovery which gives it the bigger splash but it, that also makes these targets catch on fire but that's only on a direct hit so they don't yep. catch fire. Sounds good
1: something that you didn't notice lumbers out of the larger pool of water Oh no uh, something that was stealthier than these creatures and it is gargantuan this mammoth of a crocodilian creature rises to its hind legs, its claws sharp and like bone spikes and its mouth clearly undead dripping black ichor it's going to move up just behind the far gator ghoul and that is its action in the surprise round so we're back <laughs> to the top this gator ghoul is going to full attack at Ichmer, flat footed It's going to be tough to hit Hit Ick, I'm sure. Dirty 40, though, I think does it, but that's two of them. (laughs) Pretty much as high as I can go. Yep. (laughs) Not crits, uh, but as high as I can go as a non-crit. So I got two hits off on you. Man, who keeps throwing rocks into the swamp? (laughs) It's these guys, man. Oh, it's their tails. That's 18 points of damage, and it's going to attempt to grab you with its free grab. Ooh! I don't know. I know yours is really high. Uh, That's a 34 to grab. That does it. Oh, it does? Alright. You are grabbed because you're grabbed. Its death roll happens. Uh, So you are smaller than its size. So it deals an additional 8 points of damage and you fall prone. The other gator ghoul... Will use its standard action to activate its deadlights, and I need all of you because it's a sixty-foot cone to make me a will save.
3: Yes, I got a fifteen on the die. I remember the save you said wasn't terribly high, so I'm in uh twenty-four. Okay, you're good. Is that a is that a one ski, Emily?
4: It sure see?
3: sounds like one.
4: Yeah, that that is a one. Oh no.
1: Okay, so you are dazed. <sighs> Now, on your turn, as a four-round action, you can try and get out of the stays. What about Tulia? Uh, 27. Tulia's good. How about Eck?
2: Uh, living
1: in this, uh, one club. Ooh.
0: No!
4: Okay. Uh,
1: that three natural ones for the party so far, in you, combat? Did you, perchance, want to use your tenacious and that will saves? I do. <laughs> you know, now that, now that you've seen the result of your roll, you can now use it. I got that.
2: I like this roll a lot better. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and unclick the dazed
1: condition. 28. Oh yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. So <laughs> it is just
3: Lyra that is mm. dazed. Durin, it's your turn once again. All right. He sees this giant crocodile creature. I I gotta know what this is. Here comes another knowledge check. Is it religion again? It is religion again? Oh, this is a a good one. That's gonna be a 35. 35 should get you three
1: questions. What's it called? This is a great gator ghoul. That makes sense. (laughs) It is a gargantuan undead. Okay. Special defenses. Special defenses. It's got undead traits, channel resistance. Beyond that, nothing. Okay. Uh, Special abilities, I guess. This has an ability called improved deadlights. I don't know. When it uses its deadlights in addition to it being a much harder save, instead of dazed, you would be paralyzed. Oh. However, you can still attempt the save on your turn to unparalyze yourself. Okay. It's also got an ability called Greedy Guzzle.
3: (laughs) Mmm. Tell
1: me more. If a gator ghoul successfully swallows an opponent whole on its turn, it may make a bite attack as a swift action against any creature within its reach. Cool.
3: Did we know what the range was on the special lights thing?
1: Yes, they both, for both cases it is a sixty foot cone. Oh, jeez, okay. It's kind of like a cone painful. of
3: cold. <laughs> you have a third question? Yes. Um, jeez, what do y'all want to know?
0: I don't have anything pressing. I guess.
4: Yeah, saves can be a good one. You know it's that it's like undead. undead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what? This is almost never something, but since we have nothing pressing, it's got any weaknesses? Any
1: weaknesses, not particularly unless you count being undead and positive energy as a weakness. Nothing that's going to do extra <laughs> yeah. damage to it.
3: All right. Well, I think what's going to happen here is Dern is going to take a five-foot step down the path backwards. He is going to pull off another Void Bomb to see if he can't keep this very large, great Gator Ghoul away. I understand that it has this Light's ability, but I also don't want it up in our faces. Sure one Outside my range increment, I'm going to be throwing against touch. Sure, because I really want to hit it. It's a five on the die. Yeah, you're at your blood range increment. This is my this is just at the very edge of my second. Okay, so I'm only taking a minus two to this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a 21 going down to a 19 against touch. Oh, yeah, you got it. All right, it's a gargantuan creature. That's what I figured, but when you see a five on the die, You're always a little worried. Um, Well, you're an alchemist. Don't worry about fives. Just worry about ones. Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Let's go ahead and do a little bit of damage. It's going to take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. With the explosive bomb, you are going to take a little bit of fire damage. Sure. It's going to be four points. Do I take that now or on my turn? Mm -hmm. Each round until the fire is extinguished. Yeah, we can just take it now. Remember on your turn. Yes, sir. Then I will need a reflex save, because this is a void bomb. Yes, as the air crushes this creature. Okay, it's a twenty-four. That sounds like it is going to be a success, which means that you succeeded your save. But if you succeed on the void bomb save, all of your movement speeds are reduced to five feet for one round. Okay, Ooh. so it can only move five feet this round. That is correct. Okay. So void bomb on a success condition is actually still really good. Yeah. Does that mean it can't take a five foot step? Hmm. I guess. What's the? Pre- I think the prereq for a five foot step is you have to be able to move more than five feet, right? That's what I think it the might ruling be. is. I, I can <laughs> check that and hope. It's so rarely do you get I'm reduced pretty, to five feet of movement. That I'm I don't pretty
4: sure know. it
0: is because that's part of why you can't do a five step crawl or five foot step crawl.
3: Mm-hmm. And like I'm playing a, in our off pod game, I'm playing a, a mer person, a mer-folk... Um, with a 15-foot move speed, but I still can take a 5-foot step even though my move speed is crap. So, that's it for that creature. I need a reflex save for splash damage on the other close Gator Ghoul. The other Gator Ghoul. That's a fail. Alright, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, it is the Greater Gator
1: Ghoul's turn. It only has a 5-foot move speed, uh, which means it's going to use its improved deadlights. So I need will saves across the board again.
4: Even if we already failed?
1: Uh, While well, that is dazed,
3: you may also become paralyzed. I got a 17. I think I'm paralyzed.
4: I got a 25.
3: I got an 18. I think I'm paralyzed.
4: I got a 17 unless this is an enchantment effect. Okay. <gasps> oh,
1: fuck. Everybody but Tulia is paralyzed.
4: Uh, now,
1: this is long? until it stops shining this light on you. Every round you get to, as a full round action, try and make the same. All
4: right, but what if I am both paralyzed and dazed? If I spend one full round, can I potentially remove all of them, or would I have to spend two full spend rounds?
1: You got to spend two full
4: rounds. You're kidding me.
1: Unfortunately, ah. I'm not. And speaking of, it is your turn.
4: All right. Well, I guess I'll remove. Try to remove paralyzed first, so that I'm not helpless.
1: That's probably a good play, because ghouls sure do like helpless people. Same thing. Same thing? 17. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. That saves on the other one, so I'll be nice and let you have it.
4: Oh, all right. Thank you. I'll take what I can get.
1: Tulia, you got to do something big here. All your friends have gone stony.
4: Do you have any of those radius
0: circles for me? How big? 10.
1: That's not 10.
0: 10 foot radius, so that'd be a 20 foot diameter. Is there a spot that I can go where it covers everyone in the party? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Tulia is going to cast invisibility sphere to encompass the whole party so that they're all invisible while they're immobile.
3: That is just a great use of that spell, right?
0: Right. I, w- <laughs> I was like looking at my thing and I was like, there is not a thing I can do.
3: Okay. So um,
1: that's your...
0: And I would cast that also at the higher caster level so that it lasts a little longer. Sounds good. But that's my um, standard action. Uh, by the way, if you move out of that sphere, then you become visible.
3: I don't think we're going to be worrying about, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> about that right
0: now. If you attack, it's uh, it only negates the invisibility for yourself. Meanwhile, if, if I... Because I think it's got to be centered on myself to actually get everybody. Unless it could be centered on Lyra. It'd be great if it could be centered on Lyra. Yeah. Huh. All right, so I'll cast it on Lyra to be centered on her. And so the important part about that, it means that I can still attack without ending the is invisibility sphere.
1: Oh, because you cast it on Lyra. But yeah. now if Lyra attacks.
0: Because it's if the spell recipient attacks, the
4: invisibility sphere ends immediately. All right, I won't be casting any burst of radiance then.
0: I mean, not, I mean, <laughs> not not for a not until yep. people are up.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a few rounds.
0: I, I figured so, mm-hmm. so hopefully that'll help. And that's everything that I can do right now without also moving or doing something else that would cause me to now become visible and I would like to not be the only target.
1: Okay. Ickmer, go ahead and make me a will save to try and break this effect. 25. 25 does in fact break the paralysis you're no longer paralyzed. Which is big.
0: Just a reminder that they can still hear you.
1: (laughs) Uh, But that was your full round action it is the Gator Ghoul's turn. All of these creatures have scent.
0: Fudge. I guess it doesn't guarantee so, it, but...
1: So, yeah, what, what happens is, with scent, and you're still in its jaws, it obviously knows where you are. So, it's going to attempt to maintain the grapple. And I don't think it will. That's a 26. No, it does not. Even with the plus 5 for maintain. So, it drops you, unfortunately and is now going to full attack at your square. So each of these will have the 50% miss chance because it, it can only imprecisely sense you, so it knows what square you're in. Sweet. So you're prone. I am. And and just remember, that doesn't factor into your AC on Hero Lab, so... Thank you. It's going to be minus four. However, that's a miss. That's a miss. I know, I still got to roll, like, fucking absolute rocks to hit you. That's a mess. So it it misses you, uh, even without the concealment on all three attacks. The other Gator Ghoul is going to continue its deadlights, and it's going to... Is Ikmer within 30 feet of it? Yes.
4: He's exactly 30 feet.
1: Okay, so it can sense Ikmer, so it's going to move up within 10 feet of Ikmer and make one attack at him. Not that, no, the the other Gator Ghoul. Okay, that will hit because it hit before when you weren't prone. Dirty 40. Oh, shit, but I got to roll. I got to roll my mischance.
4: Fingers crossed.
1: 52. I oh. got gotcha,
4: you, baby. <laughs> so close. So
1: it's going to deal 10 points of damage. He's going to get a free grapple attempt. However, a another or a 24 won't do it for you.
3: I'm, no. I'm sorry, and we can cut this out if I'm wrong about this, but is it using scent to find where he is and then attack? Yes. Well he moved, and if you're using scent, that's that's a move action to do it. Oh, is so it? Yeah, it's it so he would have to like smell him and that, then he moves up and he would be able to attack next turn. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, so disregard the damage then, Brooks. It uh smells you, moves up to you. Uh the it's Duren's turn now.
3: He's paralyzed, so Let's get a. All right, yeah. Oh boy, I want to roll the the die that's been rolling well for me, but uh, none of them have been historically with this character. So let's we'll just take a shot here, uh, and it continues not to. Fifteen total. Yeah, that's uh, no good. However, four points of fire damage to uh, the Greater yes. cool. Yeah, get him. Get him. And let me know if you want to take your uh, full round action to try and extinguish the. The flames. He's just gonna dip, him, <laughs> dip himself in the water. Or
1: something. It is the greater gator ghoul. It's going to slither through the brush. Setting the brush on fire? Yes, of course. Uh, no, this is a bog. Uh, to move within 20 feet of the party. And it's actually gonna move around back. Because it can actually clearly see all of you mm. with life sense.
0: That feels rude and unnecessary.
1: So it's going to attack at Paralyzed Durin because it already saw Durin dealing a ton of damage to the other Gator Ghouls. It was hit by him. So uh, that is a only a 23 rolled really low against your flat-footed Paralyzed uh, AC. Don't worry. The number you were looking for is 12. Yeah, I figured without all that dex, it's going to be pretty tough. <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. First off, you're going to take 21 points of damage. Okay. Then it is going to get a free grab attempt. That
3: is a 34. Let me do the math. Oh, yes. It does seem you beat my CMD of nine. Okay. (laughs) So you are
1: currently in the jaws of the greater gator ghoul. You actually move to be adjacent. Cool. I'm not invisible anymore. And that's the creature's turn. Lyra, you're up.
4: I want to cast freedom of movement so badly,
1: but I cannot. You got to not be paralyzed first.
4: Yep. I dug out my lucky die for this.
1: We'll see how lucky it is.
4: 26.
1: 26 does succeed. Yes. So for nice. four round action, you are no longer paralyzed.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Tulia. I'm fixing to even the playing field as she uh, cast a large person on Ikmer. I can't do any much about Durin right now.
1: That's fine. Okay. So, Ikmer gets big.
0: Big boy.
1: Sweet. And, Ikmer, it is your turn. Uh, these guys cannot attack of opportunity you because you are currently invisible.
0: So. Yeah, I do imagine, though, as you grew a little bit, like, big, just, like, the tips of your toes come <laughs> out past the spear. <laughs> but, yes, they can't technically attack you.
2: Um. Yeah, so being large and on the ground... I'm just going to go ahead and full uh, we'll attack these. Uh,
1: from prone? From prone. Okay.
4: But, but then you're going to be visible and you'll be prone. You could stand while invisible and not get attacks of opportunity.
0: Yes.
2: I guess that's true.
0: As soon as you attack, you become non-invisible.
2: Okay. I will stand. And then, uh, well, that's my move action. I can uh, still attack once. Yes, you can. I'd like to do that. And use my bite.
1: You can't do that. It's not a full attack. Yeah, you can only use the bite as a part of a full attack. Or by itself.
2: My uh, great rolling continues. 17. Meets beats. Whoa. Oh. Wow.
1: Whoa. These are evil creatures. They certainly are now that they're undead.
0: Did evil you, did creatures did you, plus, like, enlarged person plus the blessing of the heroes was the hammers today. That should Ooh. be a pretty beefy hit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Please say you have all those on your sheet.
2: (laughs) Engorged.
1: (laughs) Engorged person. Ew. (laughs) Take a couple levels in Bloat Mage. (laughs) I did it. Wow. Oh, Oh, finished the nasty turn. Impressive. Wow. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight points of damage? Correct. And which one are you attacking, Brooks? The one towards Emily or the one towards... Okay. The one that had me grabbed initially. I have a vendetta. That's fine. Back at the top of the order, the one you just attacked is now going to use its deadlights. So I need will saves from the group.
4: Any chance you're immune after you've been affected? You're immune
1: to the other one's deadlights.
4: But not but this not one. this one's deadlights.
1: Mm. All right. You know, if these were... Twenty-one. Twenty-one, you're good.
0: Twenty-three.
1: Twenty-three, you're good.
4: Seventeen.
1: Meets beats. Fifteen. Okay, you are you are days, Ickmer. And then the other Gator Ghoul has at least located you, Ickmer, and it and you're visible now, I guess. So it's gonna full attack at you. Sweet. It's gonna miss all three times, which also means you have not been attacked for the purposes of removing days. <laughs> that would be so much more helpful because I have the DR. Yep. Uh, so both of those have gone. It is now Durin's turn. Durin, you are paralyzed. Let's get a save. I'll take my four points of fire damage.
3: Yes, sir. Those All are right. Coming big. Guess the only damage we're putting up on this thing. Yeah. 30 20. 30 20 does not save. Is this an enchantment effect by chance? Uh, ooh. I should have asked that earlier. You haven't been this close before.
1: No, I have not been. I don't believe so. Hold on. This is a mind mind influencing compulsion effect. So it's mind
3: affecting and it's compulsion. So it's not. Yeah, so it's not. All right. Well, dirty 20 fails. Then that's a turn. Okay. This Gator gator ghoul
1: is going to attempt to uh, continue the grab. Jeez, don't even fucking bother. (laughs) I assume a 37 does. Oh yeah. Um, And so it is now going to swallow you whole. Yeah, I saw that one coming. So first things first, you are going to take thirty two points of damage, and then with its greedy guzzle, its swift attack going to attack Tulia How does a thirty one treat you?
0: Just to hit me?
3: Yeah, just Um
0: Yes. I'm always
3: Are you still invisible? The sphere.
0: Yes, but... It, he
3: has life. Sense. Oh, shoot, yeah. that's right.
0: The, the big that's one right. has yep. That's
3: right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yes, absolutely. That but as, a, as an immediate Five. There's, <laughs> there's nothing you're, you're, that you're you dazed. can give me
0: that's going to do that.
1: <laughs> you're also dazed. You can't do it. That's right. Um,
0: I, I need you to add over 11 points <laughs> okay. to my AC uh, in order to not get hit.
1: So, Tulia, here's what's going to happen. You're going to take... 23 points of damage. Okay. And it's going to uh, attempt a free grab on you. And it definitely does with a 42. Yep. Yoink. So it now has Tulia in its jaws. Durin in its stomach. Ooh. Who is he
2: going to fight in his stomach? Like, the way, like we fought other couple, people uh, in <laughs> the whales. <laughs> There's, There's a couple, a couple, couple other. more
1: ghost pirates in there. Yep. <laughs> Let me get the small battle mat, the small interior battle mat. <laughs> <set. laughs> Lyra, it is your turn. Uh, you, you're not under any effects right now.
4: First time Lyra can act in this combat.
1: Man, I feel so bad about this. This is the second combat as Lyra since we've come back. i just been <laughs> like, yeah, just don't do anything for a couple turns.
4: Just have to wait until she can finally move. Question for you, Haley. What happens if Lyra moves? Does the sphere move with her or does it just go away? Like if she was to leave and go up to you.
0: Great question, let me double check. The center of the effect is mobile with the recipient. Perfect,
4: okay. Can I cast freedom of movement while I'm outside the range and then move up to Tulia and cast it on her? I I know it's not a heal spell, so it doesn't normally need like a touch attack, but it is a touch spell. I'll allow it. All right.
1: It seems fair to me. The creature touched.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So Lyra casts freedom of movement goes over to Tulia now that she can move and uh, Ikmer is already visible so doesn't matter Lyra reaches into the jaws of this creature casting freedom of movement freeing Tulia and uh, now making us both invisible not that it matters to the greater gator ghoul and
0: Uh, so technically I do not become invisible oh because I've already moved okay. out of it. And so now I can't become back to invisible. Oh, bummer. I know. It's really, truly invisibility spe- sphere is meant to be like a sleuth spell.
4: Yeah, it's mm. like everybody moves as a group.
0: Right. Okay. But, you know, situation calls for it.
1: You're you're <laughs> essentially Harry in the library when he like brings Ron and Hermione with ah, him. The invisibility cloak.
4: You just can't get back in. Well, uh, that's her full turn.
1: Okay uh you can put tulia up, right? she never went prone she was just grabbed okay very successful turn tulia you're no longer grabbed by this creature
0: yeah i'd like to remake a knowledge check te- check i guess i never really made one
1: sure religion
0: <coughs> yep uh got that 24
1: 24 will get you one question
0: i wanted to know if i and this is like kind of a weird one if I um, do significant damage, or in like we do, do damage to the outside of this creature, does it hurt the person who was swallowed whole? No. So on top of that, is there a way to get him out from swallowed whole?
1: He has to get himself out.
0: Okay, just just checking. Or, All
1: right. or send Ikmar in with him, so Ikmar can cut them both out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to move away from it so that I'm out of its reach.
1: Okay, so it's going to attack of opportunity at you.
0: I kind of figured, yep, yep, yep. Uh,
1: and it actually, like, whirls around with its tail.
0: That's a, not a cool move.
1: Ugh, but um, it's a two on the die, so a, a 22.
0: Hits. Okay. 100% hits, yes. <laughs> and a squishy wizard who doesn't usually get hit.
1: 21 points damage.
0: Okay, thanks. And then I'm going to cast this with a higher DC... I am going to go ahead and cast the spell Dragon's Breath. I'm going to be Copper Dragon, which is a 60-foot line of acid. Okay. And so that definitely will not hit Lyra while still doing some damage there. And I need a reflex save, and this is the one that I'm increasing the DC of.
1: Okay. Not good. 18.
0: That certainly fails. I shouldn't have increased the DC, but... Just in case, you know.
1: Yeah, for the best.
0: Yeah, and you'll have to forgive me. I have not. I've had the spell for a while, but I've never used it because I haven't prepped it. So let me get my dice roller out. Woo-hoo! It's a pretty high roll for forty-six points of acid damage, and because I did spell damage to an undead creature, this hasn't happened in a while. I'm going to, as a swift action, activate my gloves of stolen on life. Give myself. 10 plus the hit die of the affected undead. Hit, temporary hit points.
1: Okay. Uh, 23 temporary hit points.
0: Wow. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it does have a maximum of plus 10, so 20. Is that it? That is, yeah. Movement, spell cast, swift action. Yeah. That's everything.
1: Ikmer, your days. Go ahead and make me a will save. Uh won't do it. Okay. Ikmer doesn't do it. These two gator ghouls. Well, this one can see Tulia now. So it's going to take a five-foot step and full attack, Tulia. All right. Two of those will definitely hit. The other one is only uh, 18.
0: That does not hit.
1: Okay. So biting a claw are coming at you. All
4: right.
1: It is 14 points of damage, and it's going to attempt to... Oh, well, it can't grab you because you're freedom of movemented. Aha. The other one will full attack Ikmer. I know we're all just praying he gets hit by one of these. He does not. Tank City. <sighs> Sorry, my highest was a 25. <sighs> you know, that doesn't hit Dazed Dickmer. This is the second full attack against you, so I think it's going to think better of it next time. Durin, you are paralyzed in the belly of this creature. Go ahead and make me a will
3: save to unparalyze. I was just talking to people in the Discord this morning about how bad the alchemist will save is. Womp <laughs> womp. Five on the die. Take Oof. four fucking points of fire damage.
0: Oh my god.
3: And you know what? With my last wall defender trait that I forgot, both this creature and the original one that I hit take one more point of damage. Yeah, that doesn't do it. Right. You know, every little bit Turn. counts. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm at right now.
1: Okay, Greater Gator Ghoul. Uh, first things first, you're going to take the damage from, the bludgeoning damage from being swallowed whole. Mm-hmm. So because it's inside its churn. 28 points of damage.
3: Well, this thing's going to kill me. I am at 27 right now.
1: Yeah, very fast approaching that death. You're inside it. It's going to bite at... Can it take a five-foot step and reach Ikmer?
3: It might be able to reach Ikmer right now. 20 feet 20 away. 20 feet? Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, yeah
1: he's him. Okay. These massive teeth try and close over Ikmer. First, two claws are coming at you. There's a... Uh, oof. Probably not a 30 hits you while you're dazed. No, dazed doesn't uh, affect your AC. It should make you flat-footed, wouldn't it? Uh, then a tail slaps coming at you. That is a 32, which probably doesn't hit. No. The good old bite.
0: A fun fact about dazed, it's uh, creatures unable to act normally. A dazed creature can take no actions, but has no penalty to AC at all.
1: And there you go, 40.
3: Yes.
4: Yeah, wait, wait, oh what God. about uh, Define Interference to disrupt that so Define Interference um, Immediate Action This is within 30 feet of Lyra so she's going to sacrifice a first level spell to re-roll that attack at a minus one
2: Okay, But I kind
1: of want to be hit Why? So that I can get undazed It's
4: going to swallow you
1: uh, That's a natural 19, which is a crit threat
4: Oh no! I made it work. Well then, on top of that... I made it that, Oh no!
2: I have uh, Light Fortification. Let's see if he confirms the crit. Let's see if I like, can confirm the crit on you.
1: Uh, natural one on the conf- confirm, so no crit, but definitely a hit. So, first things first, 24 points of damage, and then it's gonna attempt the grab. That's a 48, so you're grabbed. Next in the order is Lyra. Oh, move Ikmer, uh right up next to the gator ghoul.
4: That is what I was going to ask if he got moved. Looks like to me Lyra could take a five-foot step and cast a spell.
1: I get to pick I'll anywhere pick adjacent to him. I'm going to move him to the other side.
4: Oh, well, that definitely changes what Lyra does. She sees Ickmer get pulled around to the other side of this creature, but she also knows she won't stick around long enough to help anyone if she herself gets swallowed. So she casts defensively on herself.
2: You are still invisible, correct? It it can see.
4: Oh. Life sense. Actually, before casting a spell, Lyra starts singing to inspire. All right. And now casting defensively. All right. That does it. So Lyra now has freedom of movement on. Okay. And she's singing. That is her whole turn.
1: Okay. Tulia. This thing can reach you.
4: That's
0: fine. Not that concerned. I'm gonna use a point of my arcane reservoir to a dimensional slide, which provokes no attacks of opportunity and is treated like a move action. I'm going to put myself out of reach of everything but line myself up for a nice line attack. Here we go. And I will actually go ahead and thank you for actually moving it around that side for myself, selfishly, because I can now do a nasty lightning arc without hitting Ickmer. Okay. So that's good. Should I raise the DC or increase the damage by two die? I will raise the DC.
1: Okay, which ones need saves?
0: Uh, The green one and the big guy.
1: Green one fails. Big guy. Uh, probably not. 24? 24.
0: 24 will meet speeds.
1: Okay. So still half damage though, right?
0: Yeah, half damage. Forty five points of electricity damage.
1: Forty five electricity will fry the gator ghoul in the middle, the smaller guy. All right, mm-hmm. and would then twenty two.
0: Tw- yeah, it would be a uh, twenty two for the big boy there. Gotcha. At eight, quite a bit of mustard.
1: Ikmer, you are in the jaws of this gator ghoul. In the jaws
3: of the gator ghoul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Try away
2: from uh, Yeah, uh, so Ikmer being just pulled in will shout out to Tulia. All right, Tulia, switch. Duren, I'm going to get you out of there. And I'm going switch? to... Yeah. I mean, uh, who we're attacking.
0: Okay, like okay.
2: I'd like to make a full attack.
1: Okay. Hell yeah, get it. Make sure you have grappled ticked on.
2: Grappled is on. Okay, let her rip. Even the uh, dice roller on the app uh, doesn't like me very much. Yeah. Today?
1: Okay. 25 hit? 25 does hit.
2: All right. Needs beats. Then that is the only one. Okay. Well, you got a hit off. At least there's one. Wow.
0: Look, I've thrown some damage into it, so hopefully you can throw more.
3: I've given it four points of fire damage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It adds up.
1: 30 30 damage. Pretty good damage. Yes. And this is
2: holy. So I'm stabbing at the stomach underbelly as it's as Ichmer is being grappled. And you bite. Oh,
1: yeah. I'd like to do that, too. Right, get, give us a give us a good old bite. Try bite. Get a chomp. 17. No, not uh, uh, get him. Do it. Okay. The small gator ghoul is going to run within 10 feet of Tulia and bite at her. Natural 20.
4: Absolutely not. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I haven't defined interferenced. Tulia, are we within 30 feet?
1: Ooh. I don't think Tulia no. is.
4: No, okay. So I can't do it then. It's too far away. Bummer.
1: To confirm. Oh, probably not. Uh, 17 doesn't confirm, right?
4: No, it does not. Okay,
1: so just a regular hit. Nine points of damage, and it's going to attempt to grab you.
4: Uh, but it can't.
1: Oh, but I can't, yes.
0: Yes, and I have eaten away at my temporary health points pool.
1: All right, Durin, let's see if you can not be paralyzed. I'll right. take my four points of fire damage. You That's got right. this. You, I got, it. you got it, you got it,
4: you got it. Do you want it. my lucky die?
1: You know what?
3: Sure. It has not been lucky. It has not been
4: lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I switched there it out. There no
3: dice that I are lucky. I switched it out. But maybe. All right, um... I mean, I don't know. Even if I do pull off the the not being paralyzed, that it could still take me below zero with that bludgeoning. We'll we'll see what we're working with. Lucky die eighteen on the die. Yeah. Twenty seven. Yeah, you're no longer paralyzed. <laughs> however, however, that's your full turn. <laughs> now, can't wait for this bludgeoning
1: to take me below zero. Now, here's what's gonna happen. It's gonna um attempt to swallow a hole on Ikmer, because is still smaller than it is. Uh, definitely does with a 45. Yeah, get me in there. So now
3: the both of you, the both of you oh, yeah.
1: are going to take... Hello, my friend. Oh, hi. It's,
3: it's pretty bad in here.
1: Well,
2: at least we're not fighting pirates. I think I weakened this side a little bit. 31
1: points of damage.
3: You say, at least we're not fighting pirates. Darin goes unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Darren gets taken down.
1: Oh, I have a potion <laughs> for that. Lyra Two or no? It just it just atta-
3: it just got off the guzzle. It's got a guzzle. Look well, your boy's got a guzzle. He's got a greedily guzzle. I mean, if it wasn't called greedy guzzle, <laughs> I'd hate it much more. Is it Twenty-five hit.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Oh,
2: is
1: it gonna be a party?
4: No, she because Lyra has oh, freedom of movement it. on. This is why I did it. Darn it. This is a good thing.
1: 24 points of damage.
4: Ooh, ouch. Okay.
1: And, you know, just getting the maintain off doesn't mean it can't go ahead and move on out of here. It's taking the boys into the swamp.
3: All right.
2: <laughs> uh.
1: So it, sw- it sw- like it swallowed me
2: on, and then... Yeah, because it, it gets swallow to swallow as a standard action. Okay.
1: So and it gets the attack as a swift, swift because of its special greedy guzzle ability. He's a little greedy little guzzler. Ooh, he's gonna he's gonna move thirty feet into the swamp. When you make it sound like that,
2: you see I him heading,
1: heading towards water,
2: How about to in
0: submerge, the heck was baby. That not like a a full round attack type of action. <laughs> that oh no, is too it's like much.
3: it's like doing a pan, baby. It's just well, if I if I survive the bloodshedding damage, which I won't, ten points away from her death. I did Keon endure elements for my all day, as well as a little water breathing. Oh, good! That's what I've been doing water here. every day of this adventure. Lyra, it is now your turn. Good call.
4: Oh, this is a tough spot to be in. I cannot cast spells on the two inside of the greater gator ghoul.
3: Greater gator ghoul. Real tongue twister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Triple G. What does friends call him? <laughs> I guess that means you guys are flavored, too. Graters, gators, and ghouls.
1: Gators, gators, and ghouls.
2: This gator has an underwater red convertible Corvette. <laughs>
1: I'm Goofy Eddie. He rates other swamps' flavors. <laughs> he just rates the flavor of people he eats in the swamp. I don't think that werewolf washed himself before this. There's
2: some brine to it?
4: All right, I'm going to try to do some damage now and maybe disorient it a little bit. So Lyra casts Burst of Radiance on this creature. And so I need a reflex save. You could take the circle off of her now.
1: Yeah, get that circle out of here. (laughs) Uh, 27.
4: That saves. So it's going to be dazzled for Three rounds. Take the dazzle. And it will take some damage.
2: Yeah, now you get to be dazzled.
4: Dazed, well, it's and, not dazed. dazed and dazzled.
2: and <laughs> dazzled.
4: Unfortunately, it's, yeah, not quite as good. 17 points of damage. As we already established, this is an evil creature. Okay. Oh, and she continues her
1: song. Sounds good. Tulia, you got a, got a little, gator, l- little scamp right in front of you.
0: I'm not worried. So I already prepped my sheet, so I'm super ready to go. All right. Going to use one point to dimensional slide. No attacks of opportunity to uh, right about here, which is on the path. And also directly, it should be in line, right? Yeah, it's in line with the edge of the large gator ghoul. (laughs) And gonna go ahead and use another point of uh, my Arco- arcane reservoir.
1: Jeez, how many is that today?
0: Yeah, a lot. It's not ideal. You got like five more fights. Today. <sighs> Don't tell me that. I have no spells. So, and then I'm going to have to cast lightning bolt because I need to get the boys out. And my dice roller has been doing so good to me right now. And I got 47 on 10d6. Um, I do need a reflex save. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Ah, you beat it.
1: So what's that, uh, twenty-three damage?
0: Yes. And then I'm going to swift action, activate my gloves of stolen on life, and give myself another twenty temporary hit points.
1: Okay. Ikmer, you're in the belly of this creature, but you have a one-handed piercing or slashing weapon. I do. We established twenty-five hit last time. It's actually
2: a different AC when you're inside the creature then does a 23 hit?
1: Yes, it also does. Then
2: all three of these hit. <laughs> yeah! And two of them are crit threats. All right. I'm going to uh, roll those. First one does not. Second one
3: does not. Well, that's fine. I don't I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but if you don't break us out, I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> that's
3: fine. No
0: pressure, no but... but...
3: Kind of could have used the crit confirm, but you know, <laughs> you know, that's cool. Gator Ghoul uses his divine intervention. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Steve's uh, really sweating in his shit right
3: now. Well, I finished my fire water, whatever the fuck this was, so I'm not feeling much of anything right now. (laughs) Something's going to burn by the end of the day.
1: 107. 107 damage? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You cut a hole in this thing's belly, and you two come spilling out. Oh, my
2: my God. God.
1: (laughs) You only needed to do 14 damage to get out. But with 107, you kill the greater gator ghoul. Oh, my God. And the other one doesn't have much left. I think it's going to slither off into the swamp.
0: Oh, great. I was about to say, boys, it's your turn. Uh, but I am not doing any of that.
1: And uh, I think I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Woof. Oh, oh I knew it. Uh,